everybody. Welcome back. It's Bamcast Extra, episode 200. What? It's the last one for today. Or, or is first one for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Who knows? That's, I'm Chuck. I usually just comment on numbers. Uh, I don't get uh-huh. so, like, you know, philosophical with it. Um, I understand. But I'm also Harlow. And I'm still gonna, to I'm know. still going to fuck up the intros. That's what it's, I do. It's 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 a trademark at this point. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what I do. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's episode two hundred. Yay! Yay! And that's the most of the celebrating we we will do. <laughs> uh, we just we just watched a movie. We we didn't do anything special. Who uh-huh. cares? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the world's on fire. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um. We we were tasked with watching 1998's Deep Rising. mm Hmm. Uh, I've seen Deep Rising before. I have not. Okay. Well, I have now. So, well, there was some there was some confusion during the species cast, right? Where you were like, maybe this is mimic and Deep Rising, but okay. So you've clarified yourself now, and Definitely, you have never seen Deep Rising. I have never seen a moment of this movie before today. Okay. All right. Well, here we are. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Deep Rising. Uh, it stars Treat Williams. It sure does. Bamfcast alum Treat Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he of substituting and uh, other yes. things, maybe? I don't know. Uh, and a lot of, hey, it's you, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's weird because all of the, hey, it's you people are the first ones to die. <laughs> and much, the ones yeah. who the ones who hang on the longest are like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so no, this I, is... I, I knew who everyone was in the final peoples i think no no i just i just mean yeah, like no no i know you mean like jimon hansu is like one of the people like the henchmen yeah and it's like like the recognizable face you're like oh you're in this yeah. neat early it's it's weird that the people who went on to have bigger careers die early uh sure i a couple of those a couple of the henchmen towards the end i'm like i've never seen you i don't know who you are I, i'm not sure i'm just saying i'm not sure i would qualify jimon hansu as having gone on to a bigger career oh bigger than this absolutely was it like uh um talking spielberg movie before this although i guess amistad was a year before I, I, this. i'm <laughs> saying like you know it was kind of like he started with spielberg <laughs> you know like recognizable face with spielberg and then it was like character actor forever yeah so. but now he's in every movie that has dragons in it so yes and <laughs> a lot of comic book ones as well yes i mean not like... comic book dragons but just comic books in general yeah yeah there could be comic book dragons i don't know there could, there could be, be. A, he, maybe he'll be the voice of fin bang foom and mm. the cycle mm-hmm. will be the circle will be complete i don't know maybe S- cycle circles <laughs> i'm tired i don't know I'm not. I'm going to make even less sense than I normally do when. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this is this is both a uh, a heist movie, mm-hmm. a, a disaster movie, and a monster movie. Yes. It's, it's like side adventure meets, uh, other things. <laughs> I, the, my main takeaway, I think, when it was all done was it's basically aliens as in part two mm-hmm. but through the lens of like a john carpenter or sam raimi-esque kind of way of looking at things not saying like on that level of quality or whatever i'm just saying like somebody got big trouble in little china in my aliens and that's kind of what this movie is yeah there's a there's kind of a hysterical zaniness to it at mm-hmm. times which is I think the wrong tone for what this movie needs, but we'll we'll get into that. Uh, it's it's actually through the lens of Bamcast alum Stephen Summers, mm-hmm. who directed Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> okay, remember? No, <laughs> the high school racing movie where they raced the cars and. Um, no, not really. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. pretty much a complete blank. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That anyway, that, that, that one didn't really stick in my craw like at all. So okay, well, should, should he directed have... the Mummy after this. Well, so. I, yes, I, I know this. I, I know who he is. I'm mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I'm aware that he went you know from like Disney director for hire to making like this, which is strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Treat Williams is basically Han Solo. That's uh-huh. 
who who he's playing. Uh, and I had that thought before he flat out says the line, I have a bad feeling about this. Um, but he's basically, he's a, he's a, not, not a mercenary. He's just a guy for hire. He, he, yeah. he doesn't give a shit what you're, what you're up to. Yeah. Um, cargo ship for hire, you know? Yeah. Of, I mean, it's weird. Cause like everyone is like, oh man, what a piece of shit. But like, and you know, that's <laughs> the thing is like, this movie's never very clear about what year it's supposed to be taking place. Like if it's right. modern day, because you know all, it, all, yeah it has to be it has to be modern day. it has to be probably because like mo- you're not really seeing anything super crazy but like this ship is like you know it has the millennium falcon cockpit basically like he's got this like pilot's chair and shit and it's like yeah at first i thought it like the way that the fucking thing was rocking around as they were like you know flying you know like because <laughs> like you don't really see the size or shape of the ship for a while of their ship and i'm gonna mm-hmm. we're jumping around the plot I mean, it doesn't matter but i thought it was like a hydrofoil or some like futuristic shit because they're fucking booking like i mean like yeah. they're going because there's like a, a rainstorm happening and someone's outside going jesus christ get me <laughs> it's like you know, it's, and it's not just wind it's like the 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 boat is going, you know, like yeah. just flying, but it's, it's yep. just a boat and everyone's just like, what a piece of shit. But it's like, it's got all teched up stuff. And for, you know, like a lot of other like mercenaries for hire would like have an old junk or something, you know, like, I mean, just mm-hmm. like something that's like an actual piece of shit, you know, like, you know, shouldn't probably be out in the ocean or something like that. But this thing's right. like, okay you know i mean yeah, yeah it's, it's kinda, all right it's as long as you've got two people banging on everything while they're, I mean, while it, they're going at warp speed this this happened beforehand but i mean this has very much like a firefly vibe where everyone's like that's a piece of shit it's like it's a fucking a fully functional <laughs> spaceship like fucking gimme like you know like you know like fuck you with your like it's a piece of shit like you know like if i can go through space and not die that's fucking awesome like i you know I don't, <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> yeah like, you know, let's just say like it's like a different kind of world. Like, this seems like an okay ship from what I know about ships, which is not very much. <laughs> ships. I know starboard is right and port is left. Uh, mm-hmm. The bow is the front and stern is the back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but so there's another ship in this. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a great big uh, fancy-ass ocean liner thing, which... Mostly CG when you first see it, which is just puts the special in special effects because it is just like it's that air force one era of oh all right (laughs) look i i appreciate though like dude was trying he was trying to get like a gatsby shot before you could like really get a gatsby shot oh sure you know with like good computers and stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so it's like he's like trying to do this like look at this thing and it zooms all the way into like inside the ship into like into like the fucking party room and Look, I, I, I know that Yens, I believe, is stumped for this movie for a while for us to watch it for Prime. And like as I was watching this, I was kind of like, why this? Because I, I didn't know. And I was just like, why this? It's like, because this, of the score. Yes, I, I realized when the movie is <laughs> over. I bring this up now because like the movie's over and it's like music by Jerry Goldsmith. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Now I get it. All movies shall be judged through the lens of the Goldsmith. But... <laughs> I do want to point out, like, not necessarily his fault or whomever's fault, but I feel like it's something a better filmmaker would have called somebody out on because, like, the establishing shot of the ship is, like, it basically looks like the Imperial Palace in Vegas at sea. I mean, it's, like, Uh it's all Asian-themed, like, you know, kind of, like, bullshit. Like, look, there's taiko drums over here, and look, a sushi bar, and, like, it's, like, it's just... Asian fusion, right? You know, and it's like it's It's literally Asian fusion. Yeah, and but the music is playing like old style Vegas music as it comes in while you're watching like twenty dudes play taiko drums and shit, and it's like, uh, I don't think that's coming out of that. Yeah, (laughs) like it's this very like disconcerting like establishing shot for the ship because it's just flying all through this like you know Vegas style shenanigans and you know champagne dreams and caviar wishes all around the ship and stuff and it's like and you know but it's like it's just playing like Vegas yeah and it's like uh yeah this is all Asian themed what the fuck and there's people dancing like fire dancing over here like Polynesian stuff and it's like what the fuck is I don't understand this music doesn't make any sense here which I guess isn't a goldsmith thing that was just some old fucking Vegas standard that was just a that was just a song yeah Yeah, it's it's a weird intro to a weird themed boat that 
that's run by whatever like, it's by um what's his face um fuck uh, john uh, god damn what's his name john, the bad dude anthony anthony held healed held yeah. like you've yes. seen him in like a billion things like it's just like this is not the dude you would go like well actually yeah it's totally dude that would like make this like you know ugly ass uh-huh. asian fusion ship at sea thing because yeah. just like the guy that like uh what's his face the wind dude like he's kind of an Asian fancy in his yeah. <laughs> in his hotels and stuff. So yeah, um, but it's it's yeah. a big casino boat. It's just hey, everyone's all gussied up. We're yeah. Vegas at sea, uh, right? Running running through a perpetual rainstorm. No matter which direction they are headed in, is just it's nonstop raining. Sure. Um. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're just out. Like, look, we made the craziest fucking Titanic two ship ever. Like, check us out. Like, it said it couldn't be done, but I fucking did it. Live stream, woo! Fucking let's live it up. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, so like Treat Williams is like transporting some stern looking fellas. Uh, you know, like they're kind of up at the bridge. Like, what's the situation? And uh, Treat Williams's crew is like him. He's got Kevin J O'Connor, who's Stevens Hummer's like you know staple, basically. I think. Uh-huh. Um, yep. And he's like his tech mechanic dude guy. Just he's like the hey fucking fix it, Chewy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but then he's got like a way too hot for him girlfriend. Uh, like, yeah. I, yeah. Like, but she, you know, and that's like their crew basically is like. I don't know what her role is other than like do shit, like kind of help being mechanic, kind of go do shit. You know, like you're 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 his girlfriend, so just do shit around the boat, basically. She she welds. Yeah, I mean she's capable. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's never really clearly established what her actual job is because she's the one right. out in the fucking rainstorm, just like God damn it, give me a hand, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, while Treat <laughs> yeah. was just playing fucking solitaire on his radar computer, but <laughs> um. <laughs> But, There's a sentence that's never been said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Treat Williams is playing solitaire on his radar computer. Whoo, there. That's a thing. Uh, yeah, so, like, he's just, like, there's a couple surly fellows, like, what's the ETA and all? And it's like, yeah, well, you know, whatever my boat, but I'm not asking any questions. And Kevin J. O'Connor's just in the corner, like, yeah, I don't know. I want to ask questions and stuff. He's just generally being annoying-ass motherfucker throughout this whole... I mean, it's kind of his MO in, like, most of these movies. Like, he does the same thing in The Mummy, I believe. He's comic relief guy. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what he's there for. He's there to fill the silence with some sort of comical observation, half of which are funny, the other half are like, please die. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like, I don't know, I'm kind of interested. And then like he's like, I'm going to go sneak down the hole to see what these guys are doing. And it turns out it's not just like these two surly dudes. There's a whole bunch of surly dudes, and they're all in the hole, like, gearing up and, you know, tough guy and out, like, in the, you know, wake-up sequence and the aliens, you know, where there's like... It's a multicultural band of, mm-hmm. of mercenaries. There's one from every continent. They're they're giving the Australian guys shit for being from Australia because, of course, that's what you do when you're a mercenary. You're like, hey, where are you from? Ha <laughs> fuck you. you know, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's like an uh, an Indian Indian dude who just wants to fuck like all the time. Like he's just like, hey, ladies, 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 and that's his that's his entire character. Um, mm-hmm. There's some other dudes. Some others. Yeah, they... <laughs> like I'm trying to think. Like no one else really has a a, a real they're good just, personality yeah, other than like there's just dudes. They're just close, um, but yeah. So but like... their 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 cargo are torpedoes, mm-hmm. uh, CD-ROM based torpedoes. <laughs> sure. This movie has a weird fixation with CD-ROMs um, because it was hot shit in 1998, man. You I get, know, like, but Tie Fighter and the Seventh Guest and stuff on CD-ROM. Yeah, actually, yeah. that was probably a few years before that, but. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they, they are they are uh, uh, arming the torpedoes using a CD-ROM. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, no, Kevin, Kevin J. O'Connor has found these, and yeah. he's like, uh, "Hey, boss, they have torpedoes. This well, he, sucks." <laughs> he sneaks out and like opens up the crate, and it just starts like arming and lifting up out of it. And they're like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" Clock and like you know, take him back, and they're like, "We should shoot him." And Treat Williams is like, he's still kind of on comms, you know, from his headset, from like he was supposed to be checking out the engine or something. But <laughs> right, they're like, "Yeah, you should probably go help him. He's about to get his, you know, killed by these dudes." So he's like, yeah, because <laughs> they are literally beating the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's not just like a, hey, why are you snooping around? It's just immediately like, hey, punch, punch, kick, you know, yeah. everybody take a turn. Yeah. Take- and Treat Williams is basically like, if you kill him, he's my engineer. We're not going to get to your location on time. So maybe don't kill him. And they're all like, yeah, all right, good point. Um, not really. They're meanwhile, kinda, they're kind of like, yeah, if he does one more thing, we're going to kill him. But right. yeah. Uh, back on the casino boat, we see somebody enter the. I don't know, the control room, the computer control room, and he takes out three CD-ROMs and puts in three new CD-ROMs, and that kills the boat, basically. Mm -hmm. The boat just stops. Um, 
also Famke Jensen is in this movie. She's also on yep. the boat and like she's a thief. She's yeah, she's like a thief cat burglar kind of thing, but she's just like walking through the boat changing accents poorly. Uh and she you know, and then just is like, yo, bumped into the captain. Uh oh, I got his key card. Like, you know. I don't know what she was trying to get or whatever, but she gets to like the place and gets caught basically. And she's like, You're a shitty thief. Throw her in the brig that we haven't finished yet. Which is basically the pantry. She gets locked in the shining pantry basically on this right. fancy ship. She her okay, so her presence in this movie made me start thinking about things in movies like this where there's always some Skilled pickpocket slash thief mm-hmm. lady is like how how wasn't how this kind know? of exactly what Rachel Vice was in the Mummy was she or was she Maybe. on the up and up I I don't remember like I don't remember I know she got right into the adventuring like right away but you know she wasn't like in it from the beginning like it was just happenstance of course was it like her grandfather got went missing or that just seems like that's what that movie I've Maybe. I haven't seen the Mummy since it came out so. all right um but I start I started thinking about it's like. When when people like this start getting groomed to be pickpockets and like, how do you know when they're young that they're going to be super hot and can fit in at casinos and all these places? Like, there's never a, a homely pickpocket. Maybe it's like maybe there's like a you know America's Got Talent kind of situation. <laughs> like they start with like 500 different pickpockets and they just start weeding right. them out and like they're like, all right, you got the you got the next <laughs> you got the next if, cat burglar. If you if you could pick Penn and Teller's pocket yeah. from like across the stage, yeah. <laughs> then you win. Yeah, <laughs> but you also have to be hot. It's, it's Project Runaway because like mm. it's cat walking and burgling <laughs> i don't know Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck i don't yeah. know i'm stupid <laughs> okay so we've, yeah. we've set the stage there's a boat of mercenaries coming toward the casino boat uh-huh. which has a cat burglar lady on it and the casino boat has come to a stop which has violently thrown everyone i mean this is some remarkable stunt work going. This is up to oh, like yeah. that Poseidon remake where it's like, holy shit, they're trying to murder people because they are just stunting people over banisters and, and off balconies and shit. Or they're just flinging really good crash test dummies over things because, I mean, they're just like, I, all right. So I don't know what, what point because like this is where the mayhem of whatever is attacking the ship or whatever has happened to the ship is is right. happening where people are just being thrown about. Um, and that yes. basically like everybody kind of eventually comes to it. It's like, what the fuck? And there's, you know, plenty of people dead because, like, shit went crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, everyone who's, like, left alive is just like, Jesus Christ, panic! You know, like, they didn't read the Hitchhiker's Guide, <laughs> even the cover. So, like, they just go immediately they just to start panic. running, but I'm not sure where any of them are running to. There's no. just, like, one lady's like, I'm gonna lock myself in the bathroom. It's like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> yeah, and then that's where it kind of begins the, what the fuck is happening of this yeah, movie? Yeah, because the toilet eats her. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was going to say, like, I don't know at what point we should probably talk about the movie a little bit out of order because yeah. it should probably go ahead and be spoiled that these are basically supposed to be like there, there's an opening text crawl that starts the movie that I'm pretty sure they didn't want because it feels I feel like it feels like it gives away what's going to happen in the movie. Like some yeah. some studio person was like, I don't know, like maybe you need to explain this in the beginning. People uh, are going to yeah. walk out if they don't yeah. think there's monsters in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, like they're saying, like, you know, like in the Marianas Trench and stuff like that, that it's like it's deeper than like Everest is tall. So it's like there's places on Earth that like no one's come even remotely close to going or, you know, no right. anything about the depths of even with robotic vehicles. And it's just yep. like there's basically like cephalopods from like deep down under that are like giant, you know, mm-hmm. like giant, huge quasi squid things, but not really squids. They're yeah. Yeah. They're Super... squids, but every tentacle is an independent mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the big reveal at the end. Cause at first well, you think it's just like all these tube worms. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't really make sense either because like they also <laughs> seem to go invisible sometimes. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. really understand that, and no one ever even tries to explain that. Like I I understand that like uh like octopuses and shit like can do the like the camouflage sort of thing on the on the you know ground and things like that. So are they just saying like oh it can do stuff like that if it wants to maybe I don't know. But yeah, but point I was trying to get to is this movie is full of really spectacular yoinks. Like there are so many yoinks, like you know, like just person is like 
standing there and just all of a sudden, yoink! <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, like human being who's bent over and yeeted off screen just as hard as they possibly could. You know, just like if you took their midsection and just went, whoop! <laughs> and there's like, yes. there's probably like a half dozen like spe- spectacular yoinks throughout this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like the the lady getting sucked into the toilet is kind of one of them except it becomes kind of a cg nightmare i mean there's some better ones where it's like it looks like there's some dummy work up to a point or you know some you know stuntman work up to a point and then it becomes cg you know kind of yeah. thing and so there's some better ones the lady getting sucked into the you know what looks like an airplane toilet on this fancy cruise ship is uh-huh. not the best one but yeah yeah anyway uh, but yes when- so when the boat started to get attacked, mm-hmm. it violently threw off one of its escape speedboats. Right. And this is, out of nowhere, a thing that Treat Williams's boat just crashes into, which causes a ridiculous amount of explosions within his ship. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like stuff that would have no effect getting hit. It's yeah. weird. It's like it, it's it's like a Star Trek thing of oh no, it's hit the explosive system and then the explosive system in the ship just starts exploding. I mean, most other <laughs> movies like where boats hit a boat, it's like they just kind of jump over it, you know, because it's right. like you know a boat is meant to like you mm-hmm. know take a wave, which is fairly solid, kind yeah. of you know like that's <laughs> the weird thing about yeah. water, you know. So it's but it's weird because like it, this thing causes ridiculous amounts of damage to mm-hmm. their ship, and then they go. And are fixing their own engine, and they're pulling out pieces of what they hit mm-hmm. from their own engine. Like we hit a speedboat. It's like how? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not the first time the physics in this movie make no sense. Because, but this is just like here's a piece of what hit us. It's like how did it get in there? <laughs> sure. And then this but, is where the plot really starts to like. Okay, this is where I'm saying it's better to just talk about it out of order as the sure. you know instead of the movie how the movie presents it. Because this is where the if you think about the plot, it's like the fuck. Because okay, like, all right, yep. so <laughs> turns out the badass mercenary dudes on Treat Williams's boat were going to the cruise ship to basically rob it and then blow it up with the fucking torpedoes. Um, yes. And surprise, uh, the dude that built it, of course, the perpetual bad guy in movies, is you know behind it. He actually hired these dudes to come and like. You know, he was basically going to like fake it's insurance dis- fraud. Yeah, he was basically going to like fake uh, uh, an equipment disaster, uh, force everyone to like abandon ship. And then these guys were going to come in and like just fucking scuttle the thing with torpedoes. And then it's like, well, it's down in the deep trench. You can't go find it. Oh, well, it just must have sunk. Um, you know, so give me more money. I like how I like how co- totally incredulous the captain is when he learns about this. He's like, mm-hmm. the fuck? This is the maiden voyage. What's going on? He's like. And they're like they established that this thing costs like five hundred forty six million dollars, mm-hmm. and he's like, I misread the market. <laughs> yeah, we can't sustain it. <laughs> it's yeah. like how how on earth do you get into business and then be like, whoops, <laughs> I spent all my money building this thing. I forgot to check and see if we could make money doing it. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if it I know, happened I know, but... actually in real life, plenty of times, I, I sure I would be a little more skeptical uh, i mean we're living in the 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 dusk of quibi which was like hey people want to watch shit on their phones and people who never want to watch shit on their phones were like no we don't (laughs) and then six months later that thing folded um so i guess that makes sense but it's not like it folded on the first day (laughs) no no but uh, and that dude had the plan before this thing even launched i mean what was it the uh fuck i'm trying to think like the most spectacular thing uh fail things of all time like i want to say was it that HP or was it somebody's like had a some sort of tablet that they basically canceled before it even came out it mm. was the it was that where webOS came from like they had oh, that, yeah, like they yeah, developed yeah. it and they made their own like little tablet thing and then there was like as it was like about to come out they're like yeah we already made these so we're gonna sell them but it's oh, I remember that yeah because they were like fire sailed real yeah, quick like yeah. you get one for like 10 bucks right yeah, they were just like, that. Uh, what was that thing? Yeah, I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but that's like somehow that fucking weird ass operating system in, landed on LG TVs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, weirdly. But yes, anyway, I'm just that's saying, like, plot. whatever that was, it was just like, what the fuck? This thing didn't came, came out or it was out like three days and they're like, fucking get it for 10 bucks. You're like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, uh, 
so yes, that's what was happening, which, and the monster shit was just, whoops, like this just happened in, <laughs> in about the spot where we were going to do all this. That was yeah. just a complete, total, random happenstance that this... Yeah, the monster just showed up. It wasn't I guess, targeting them. It was just like, oh, this is a thing that's here. I guess because they stopped, maybe? Or was it the monster that stopped them? I don't really understand. Like, you know, like they were having engine troubles, and all of a sudden it was like, there's shit coming at Yeah, the monster is what stopped them. The monster is what stopped it, yeah. Because so the, the plan was not for it to stop in its tracks, because Treat Williams and company didn't know that thing was going to be there, because it was sure. supposed to be further on along. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seemed like they were almost there. It seems like it just happened, and like they just... We're heading right to the spot where this thing was going to stop and have its quote unquote mechanical problems, and it turned right. out to be monster problems. And then they just were like, "Oh shit, the detritus that was cast off from the ship we hit." And look over there with their you know fancy binoculars, which makes me think it's a little bit in the future, like because they have Star Trek or you know Star Wars binoculars, where it's like, "Oh, enhanced." <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a cruise ship, and they yeah. you know basically paddle over there i mean it's like the boat's barely functional they have enough power to get over there and then just like let's go inside and use their well, basically they're like we got to get to their machine shop to yeah. get our stuff fixed and i guess we'll look around and see if you know they're okay mm-hmm. um and yeah there's nobody there and then they start finding like yep. body parts and blood and shit and they're like uh we should probably get out of here and they're like we we can't we still have to go to the machine shop like we literally mm-hmm. can't leave until we do that but you know, if you guys want to go figure out what the fuck happened to the crew, go for it. Uh, yeah. So basically, they split up, and it's like, yeah, and it's going to be hard to describe it after this point because it's basically everyone going down corridors or whatnot, and mm-hmm. then either finding surprise people or surprise tentacles or. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like what we were saying about like people going out first. Like, I think Treat Williams and company were like went down to the machine shop, and everyone else was like walking around going, what the fuck? Where is there? It's a ghost ship, man, which is funny because I was confusing this kind of with ghost ship. Cause, <laughs> like, and, uh-huh. then, uh, and then they were just like, they end up, like, Fonka Jansen has woken up because all she did, she got like a hit on a, with like a box of oranges or something. Like, it just, it basically, yeah, some like, produce fell on yeah. her and knocked her out for <laughs> half a day. Yeah, she was just like, oh, a sleepy time. And yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, she, she just wakes up and is like, I don't know, like, you know, I guess I could have done this hours ago and just, you know, hairpin to the electrical lock and, z- and up, it opens. And it's like, why the fuck didn't you do that before the produce <laughs> fell on you? But uh, she like, so the, I don't remember. That's the thing is like people break up and go and go searching and then come back together. So I, I may be getting the out the order of who's together when wrong. But mm-hmm. anyway, they they end up in like the stateroom. uh and open up a, a, a safe or whatever. And right. like I said, it's, yeah, like a safe, safe room kind of thing. And, or, you know, maybe it's the uh, vault for the casino. I don't know. It's a heavily armored door. And like, it's, it's a very diehard esque moment of just yeah. like, oh boy, here we go. We're going to get all the money. Yeah. And it's just and, like and- the thing is opening up and Shimonatsu's the one there. It just kind of turns and looks and basically gets shining axe to the, to the head, like, <laughs> like just right in the yeah. middle of the head. And it's just panicked. You know the panic people. They're like, "Oh God, we, we thought you were the things. We thought we were the things." And sorry like, about your fuck? guy. Um, yeah, and that's when like the shit starts breaking loose. Of like, yes, there's weird shit on the ship, and you know it's pretty much invisible for about twenty minutes of the movie. It's it's just you see it behind things. You see yeah. it like manipulating or, walls and floorboards right. and oh, stuff by like the way, that. one of the the first shots when it's like uh like over the credits, it's like it's down like in a deep trench where there's just wrecks and wrecks and wrecks of ships and stuff, and yeah. you actually get like a, a fisheye lens. <laughs> I mean, like, yep. it's I just wanted to point that out that it's like this thing is going around with a literal fisheye lens, and you know, it's like it's. A, from the point of view of a fucking fish thing flying, you know, swimming around. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Anyway, sorry. I'm jumping all over the movie. But yes, he, he's dead. And then they're just like, shit, great. We got to get the fuck out of here. There's monsters. But I don't know. We were safe in here. And I don't know. What should we do? Panic. And and that's when, like, you know, the invisible tentacles, you, you'll see them whooshing through the water and, like, knocking shit over and, like, people going, what the fuck? And then getting yoink, <laughs> yoinked off screen. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, like, Australian dude, like, throws out and it's like he, he went with treat Williams like and company down to the machine shop and he goes like I'm gonna go investigate those sounds and then gets he gets a good I don't, or, he gets a good oil un- yeah I, I don't understand this at all this has never made sense to me I remember this from the theater going what the fuck but so they're in the machine shop working on something he mm-hmm. goes down 
12 corridors to investigate. He's taken so many turns. He is not in a direct line of sight of where they were at mm. all. Nope. He tries to, he's like, oh, what's that blub, blub, blub sound? And then gets, gets, you know, deep risinged. And, <laughs> and then his gun lands on the table in front of Treat Williams. And right. then blood like hits the wall from somewhere, and I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck just that, happened?" None of that makes sense whatsoever. It's almost it, like <laughs> it's almost like this thing. All right, so ah, so he's he, yeah, he's walking around taking lots of turns, going oi, and you know stuff around corners, <laughs> and then like uh, and then he just gets yoinked through some pipes or whatever because he's just like, uh-huh. I think I hear it, but then maybe it's coming from above, like because I don't think he gets aliened up. I think he gets yoinked through some pipes, doesn't he? Or does he get know. aliened up? I don't remember which which direction he goes up. It's still it all happens so fast. He you see him get yoinked, mm-hmm. and then the gun lands in front of Treat Williams. Right. It doesn't make any sense logically, unless <laughs> like I mean, okay. So I still have questions for the plot of this movie, which we, we can get to. But I don't know how. To, like this is one of those. I almost wish we did watch it as a Bamcast Prime and take notes because like I have literal actual questions about things I don't understand about this movie. Okay. And like, you know, not just being funny, like for comedy's sake, I literally don't understand. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have two theories as to what happened, because this happens. The gun just magically appears what seems like 200 feet or maybe yards away and lands yeah. right in front of Treat Williams. So everyone's like, what the fuck? And, you know, because, <laughs> you know, Indian is over like staring at the wall of, uh, you know, Playboy playmates just going ah, ladies. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. that's literally his entire character until it's like, oh, no, Aussie dude's dead. Oh God, Bruce, you're dead. Um, but yeah, so uh, of course it's Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what his name was. <laughs> um, but yeah, fuck. I was saying something. I don't know. This is when like the shit goes crazy, and it's just like they 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 start getting attacked like at both sides, like. Yeah. The people in the machine shop start getting attacked. The people upstairs, like, you know, now convening with the survivors on the cruise ship are getting attacked. There uh-huh. was a weird, like, moment where maybe that happened later because I think Treat Williams was there and present because it was, like, clearly the guy they just keep calling Chief, the the yeah. guy that's, like, the head of these mercs, uh, sees, yeah, West Duty. sees the... Um, not the the, the financer dude the, the dirty financer uh and like gives him like a hey <laughs> dirty financer <laughs> dirty financier actually uh but yeah that's my uh, favorite 90s wrestler ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is the dirty financier <laughs> but yeah like they see each other and like sup and like Trey williams catches this because like he, he waits till like the third act of the movie to be like I know you're in on this because, like, you two recognize each other. It's like you sat on this for like that fucking long, like <laughs> you, you know, like running around with both these people, like in their, you know, like the rescue. Like, let's get the fuck out of here, party, because everyone starts dying immediately. Like, right, yeah. Like uh, uh, Kevin J. O'Connor's girlfriend gets yoinked off the boat, like through the very large hole that she's patching from the speedboat. Like, just uh, she's not really patching it either. She's just welding one piece, <laughs> just making this piece hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it doesn't make any sense. But she gets yoinked out by invisible sea monster that we don't get to uh, see yet. Um, uh-huh. This is all right. I, I have to circle back around because I'm not going to finish my thought. Okay. Okay. So my theory is, and I'm going to have to jump ahead to something else that happens in the movie. Uh-huh. The gun landing in front of Treat, Treat Williams. Okay. Yeah. So this tentacle monster is traveling via the air ducts, a la aliens, or you know, at least up above, and it does yoink him up and then just like is dragging him to eat. You know, I don't know if like they suck him down the tubes with the mouths or if it takes it back to the big main mouth. <laughs> you know, like I don't know how these things work. You know, look it seems like they can suck uh-huh. the people down the two holes on their arms and just digest them that way but i don't sure. know if like the gun fell out as it was like retracting back like mm, snack and then it just like gun fell out perfectly in front of treat williams or theory b did like because there's a point later where like they're like the monsters are directing us where to go like they are having doors shut on them yes and being directed to like basically this like fucking sepulcher where it's like they've got all the like dead people that they've digested and spat out their bones and shit that they can't digest. And it's like, it's implied that these giant cephalopods are thinking well enough to close (laughs) doors and trap them. And that leads me to, 
<laughs> theory B on the gun landing in front of Treat Williams that the thing the motherfucker was just fucking with him. <laughs> he was like, "Got your boy, gun drop, boom!" <laughs> like dropping the mic and be like, "Just to fuck with him." Like, because if they're smart enough to lock doors and and funnel them into where they want to go, it might want to drop a gun in front of them and just be like, you know, ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like that's this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where to take this because I literally don't know what the point of it is because theory C on the doors locking and it can't happen because there's no way this guy was actually athletic enough to do this. There's a point like after uh, Anthony Hill has like, of course been, you know, revealed to be a bad guy. You know, of course he is that he's, you know, working in this was insurance fraud. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh shit, fuck it. Like, you know, they're going to take me if, you know, if rescue comes, like he just like worms his way out. Like I'll be right behind you and just like separates off and starts running around and like trying to get his own agenda of like, I'm just going to save myself and still blow this ship the fuck up. And all these people that were going to tell on me, you know, uh-huh. fuck them. Um, <laughs> and so like, was it him? <laughs> like he knew where like the fucking breed, you know, like the shit ground for these monsters was. And he was like, if I take them there, they're going to get it was yeah, he running around and shutting the doors and funneling him there. I don't think so. Don't cause that would take some incredible stamina. I mean, yes, maybe he knows some secret corridors that he was using because he's, you know, built this fucking fun house. But this movie is aggressively of the just go with it mm-hmm. nature. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'm just I'm no, saying, no, no, no. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying like you you watched it wrong because okay. I didn't watch it wrong. I'm I have questions as well. Yeah. I I just think that this movie is very aggressive and it's don't think about it too much. Just just enjoy it. Yeah. But the things that are happening are so egregiously strange that it's 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 off-putting because it's I'm like no stop this movie I need you to explain what you're doing because Mm -hmm. this doesn't make any sense from a physics standpoint and I realize we're talking about a movie about a goddamn giant monster but I've seen plenty of movies with giant monsters and they're not presenting me with things where I'm like hold up (laughs) I mean you can you can move past the thing that they all have these ridiculous guns that fire infinite rounds (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, another thing that leads me to believe some sort of future shit is happening here because they have guns that clearly don't have the magazines in them and they're just fire, yeah. like, they're, like they're literally just like, you know, M4s or whatever with the magazine taken out. They're like, now they're infinite pew pews. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who needs a magazine? Um, we got an infinite description. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I mean, like the weirdest thing about is like when they first get there and they're in like the main casino area and one of the firework thing goes off, mm-hmm. all the mercs just start shooting at it. Yes. Yeah, like and they shoot like a million rounds into it and then they look at each other they're like cool and then they start shooting more rounds into it yeah, they, they all, while Treat Williams is like oh you fucking idiots they all suddenly get the, the you know the Jesse Ventura infinite <laughs> ammo chain gun thing from Predator which is like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also they are just blind firing all the time at, yes. at each other mm-hmm. like I, I'm surprised like most of the cast or most of the characters didn't die from <laughs> yeah getting hit oh. with friendly fire. Okay, that's another thing. There, uh, <laughs> fuck, I, I don't, like, I really don't watch movies to be like, oh, that's CinemaSins, ding, you know, like, nitpick guy. But why you bring yeah, that like, up? Yeah, like, the goofs section to me is always like, I just want to punch everyone in the goof section. Right. I'm like, fuck, who gives a shit about I, continuity? I, just shut up. But, but I have literal actual but, questions because Yeah, this movie is... <laughs> there's, all right... Fuck, who, what is the scenario? Like, I think Tonka <laughs> Jensen shoots at Treat Williams with the, like, super-duper infinite fire gun, like, directly so, yeah. at him and just hits all around him like it's a fucking, like, you know, carnival knife-throwing act. Yes. And it's like, what? Like, does this thing actually have, like, some sort of smart setting? Like, I'm not going to shoot humans? Like... Uh-huh. Like, did they pre-program it to shoot sea monsters only? I, I don't know. <laughs> but then, they, like, okay, so that's the other thing. Like, when I saw the torpedoes, I was like, they're going out to fight the fucking sea monster. This is a jaw scenario. These guys are like, we have been hired to fucking take out this giant sea monster before it does any more damage to any more right. craft. Because, yep. like, that's what, where immediately my brain went is, like, right to aliens. It was like, oh, shit, yes, they are going to kill the thing that uh-huh. has taken over LV-427 <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. 426, 426, I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. yes, there's weird shit like that where people are shooting almost directly at people and not hitting them, except for I, when they I totally also want to. Enjoy uh during the end during the uh, <laughs> the ski do race through the through the boat where uh <laughs> Treat Williams has his shotgun uh-huh. pointed back behind him and is asking Falcon Chanson to cock it for him so he could fire it right next to her ear. <laughs> 
<laughs> where she should now be completely deaf on several occasions. <laughs> but no, it's fine. <laughs> I just I, okay, honestly, I just want to jump straight to the end of this because there's fucking there's fucking ski do stunts through the halls of this boat and <laughs> Okay, well, all right, finishing wrapping up the plot. All right, so the thing whittles down the people, so it's like it's down to just Treat Williams, Fomka Jensen, who by the way, like just met up with them and was like, I don't know, I'm a passenger anyway, just take me with you. Like, you know, yeah. I'll probably fuck you. Um and then like Kevin O'J O'Connor just like keeps looking like he's gonna die, keeps living somehow. Uh, and then there's like the he head. dies on camera at least twice, but right. didn't die, and then dies off camera where you're like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> and he's not dead then either. Nope. <laughs> uh, but like, so the the leader dude of the Mercs lives. Um, like by the end, like one other Merc. Like, okay, so there was um, what's his face? Is it uh, not Jason Isaacs? Who's that other dude? It's in this. It's uh, god damn it, Jason Fleming. It's the yes. Other, yes, that yes. another one of the that dudes are going to like. Ha- he, he sticks around for a while until he. They just like they get to this like uh, employee galley, and he's just like, "Here, look at all this food. We make our stand. We just fucking like this is it. Right, we're just hang out here right. until we get rescued." Um, and they're like, well, "You know, we're sinking, right? Like, <laughs> like uh, slowly, but you know, probably uh-huh. should get the fuck out of here." But um, yeah, but I mean, and then like uh, like I said. Uh, what's his face evil corporate guy like survives too but then just like i'm out of here um uh, yeah but yes and then it gets down to the end and it's just like oh shit like this thing is funneling as in to kill us and it's like fully revealed itself at some point that it's like here's the fucking middle giant mouth body thing from it and Treat Williams has set up his boat to where it's just going to U-turn around and smash into the hull mm-hmm. with all the torpedoes armed because they they can't fix it because they lost the backpack with all the parts in it. So right. I was like, well, suicide run. Here we go. We're yeah. just going to. Well, they saw an island like within yes. ski, within Ski-Doo range. And they were just like, if, <laughs> get down and find us an operational Ski-Doo. <laughs> we only need one, not 21 Ski-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's where that's why you two did, folks. Hot content like twenty one skidoo. Yeah. Actually, I think it's twenty three skidoo. Is it twenty three skidoo? God damn <laughs> yeah, I it. I believe it is. Yep, I'm sorry. so stupid. I'm tired I'm of older than you. I yes. know these things. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were around when that was irrelevant. Like, I was, yeah. yeah. I was Chuck is the cat's the... pajamas over I was here, the right? cat's yeah. pajamas. And <laughs> the cat's meow and just anything the cat's vagina. I don't know. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> I don't know where it stops. Like, I thought if the dog's balls was good, then maybe the cat's vagina was also good. Nope, I don't it, know. It definitely stops before there. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. Yeah. They end up like, all right, let's U-turn the boat. But, oh, no, Kevin Joe Connor's dead. Or at least it looks like it is because here's like, it looks like he's been ripped out of the windshield of the boat and here's yeah his... because the 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 cockpit is just covered in goo mm-hmm. so they're like uh oh he's dead yeah it also has the alien goo like before it eats it has like yeah. the drippy drippy goo from alien uh, yep uh but yeah so <laughs> drippy drippy goo from aliens <laughs> it's a technical it's... term Wait. uh <laughs> uh because like okay <laughs> fuck i'm sorry uh, i'm just on. remembering all these really weird random things in this there is a point mm-hmm. where they they being uh they're whittled down a few people at this point but like they're cornered by a tentacle that's like up in the rafters and yeah. they somebody like slices at it or shoots at it and anyway like opens up his belly and like the half-eaten remains of the dude who left was left behind on the boat falls out and is basically like all but say kill me and that is, that is the best CG in the movie. That looks really good. Yeah. Like it's, his, his half eaten head, <laughs> half right. dissolved but head. I, but I wanted to get to the point I was getting at is like the, when they cut the thing open and the guts sprayed everywhere before the body fell out, like everyone recoiled like it was acidic. Like, like I sure. thought for a second, I was like, holy shit, they actually just did acid blood like aliens because everyone, no. but I guess they were just like, oh God. Like, you I know, think they were just like, ew, gross. Warm, warm guts, <laughs> you know, and then, then yeah. their, their half eaten friend falls out and. Uh huh. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, there's just like there's a lot of weird shit and. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Of, so the things like, I have it, questions about. 
Treat Williams and Fomka Johnson get on a skidoo, and mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna just they're just gonna ramp out of the hull of the boat and be fine. But they're like, uh, we got to build up some speed, and then the monster shows up. So they're just like, fuck it, let's just drive around the boat, <laughs> down the hallways of the boat, and do weird stunts. And he's shotgunning this thing with it just behind him and, mm-hmm. you know, blowing her eardrums out. Um, and, yeah, eventually they uh, finally, I, again, the physics of this don't he, make any he, he pulls at least, like, six J-turns on water. Like, the tightest, yeah. like, J-turns you will ever see on a ski sure. and inside. But they like, get cut off from there at some point and then have to go through the elevators to get in there. And He's shooting the buttons to, like, open up the <laughs> elevator. Like, it's... It's kind of glorious. Like, it kind of made me, like, go, shit, with just a little bit of a change of direction, this is a guy that could have been making Fast and Furious movies. You know. It's it it's there. I mean, it's a lot of that dumb kind of stuff. It's just got that 90s stink on it of, mm-hmm. we're not there yet. We're right. just... We just we just don't know how to do this yet, but it is firmly in that vein. I mean, pretty much but, like if you go back and watch like the original one, like you know what, the car sure. racing stuff that's not actual cars, like ooh, <laughs> like yeah. that movie's actually kind of old now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but eventually they get enough speed, they ramp out of there just as the thing, just as the boat hits it. So there's they are either some stunt people or some dummies are going through some flames on a skidoo, and it is it was making me anxious, like. You were yeah. injuring people. <laughs> it also seems like that they're, I mean, you know, I'm not saying the stunt people because I'm sure there's, you know, more safety involved in them, but it seems yeah. like all Treat Williams and Famica Jensen have to do to survive driving a ski doo through flames is put their arms up, much like the same <laughs> impenetrable arm that will stop a child from flying through a windshield yes. when you're driving a car. You know. It is the same. Yeah. yeah. But yes, <laughs> they just kind of put their arms up. They're like, we're fine. We, yep. you know, we don't have hair. <laughs> yeah i just Um, like they both have enough hair that it just would immediately be vaporized as they went (laughs) flying through the flames but yeah yeah they uh they end up on that island uh Uh, the skidoo is broken Mm -hmm. okay so throughout this entire film they have treated treat williams like he is Oh man, here comes another masterful one-liner from Treat Williams, and all his one-liners are so bad. They're like first draft, just like, well, there's something you don't see every day. Duh. You know, it's just these aren't good. Like the moment is right. Like you have you have zoomed the camera in, and it is right for a one-liner, and his one-liner is just like, huh, check that out. You know, it's like, no, these are bad. But so they get to the island, and he's like, ah, hell, we're trapped on this island. And then <laughs> Fomka Johnson's like. Well, I guess uh, I guess we should have sex, and he's like, "Ah, hell, we're trapped on this island." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Kevin J. O'Connor paddles up, like, "Hey, hey, guys, still yeah. alive? What the hell?" Like, actually, on a surfboard, like not standing up, like it's oh, not yeah, that, no. it's not that ridiculous. Like he doesn't come <laughs> surfing in, like he's the fucking yeah. Fonz or something. Like, hey, yeah. bet you thought I was dead. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> they do show the surfboard several times on his boat, and you see the surfboard fly off of it when sure. the boat explodes. So it was. It was set up, but okay. whatever. Um, <laughs> Check off surfboard. <laughs> yeah. Check off don't yes. surf. So he's there and he's like, so you guys were going to do it, huh? I guess I could walk down the beach and give you some privacy. And they're like, shut up, guy. Mm-hmm. And then fucking King Kong is coming out of the jungle behind them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they basically land on fucking Skull Island. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's not I'm not making that up either. They were literally considering going into Skull Island as a sequel to this, and mm. that was the setup at the end, was just like, oh, they're on King Kong Island. <laughs> um, that obviously didn't happen, but uh, that yeah. that was where this was going. <laughs> it was just going to be Treat Williams <laughs> in another monster situation. <laughs> uh, so I yeah. knew the fuck up. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, all right, so we've talked about this movie in the weirdest possible timeline I think we uh, talked about things about this movie. Good. Our discussion about this movie makes as about as much sense as the movie does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what we, what we try to convey is as disjointed as the movie itself. Like I said, I mean, you take away my couple of questions, which, you know, like I said, I have scenarios that make it make sense. <laughs> None uh-huh. of them make sense from like a, no, uh, logic standpoint, uh, as far mm-hmm. as like, I don't know if I'm going to go with you there, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. but, uh, but I mean, at least it would make, 
you know, logistical sense as far as like uh-huh. where things are and how they appear and things like yep. that. But yep. all that being said, if, I I think if you could remove the stink of 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 mid '90s CG, which was atrocious, and it's it continued to be atrocious for a while. Because I mean, let's think about it. Like he went on to make the Mummy after this. That means the Mummy Returns was after that, and yeah. that has some of the worst CG you will ever see in your life. It does, <laughs> and it's like the entire last ten minutes of the movie, basically. Um, uh huh. Yeah, we we learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> in- three or four years yeah so i just if you could remove that and like just do like some sort of if it was possible to do a special edition of like let's just fix the city shitty cg and stuff i don't think you could but maybe if i don't think they would cares i'm saying all this i am literally amazed no one has ever gone back to air force one and been like we're just gonna fix that shot there's no actors in it Mm-hmm. It's just a CG shot. We're just going to fix it. Yeah. There's and, and no one who would oppose that. It would probably <laughs> take them like, you know, a, an hour or two. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, just saying, like, uh, you know, uh, their team of like very talented artists who do this kind of shit. Like, it's, not, I mean, I'm not saying me. Like, it would take me days, <laughs> if not weeks. And I probably still, sure. it, it would still just be like a flash, like airplane going <laughs> <laughs> with those sound effects, probably. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as good as the actual original effect. So just sure. imagine me going. <laughs> and it's the same thing. Yeah. But uh, there's lots of shots of the boat where they could just like, we're going to fix this shot of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end, when the boat blows up, it's a model and it's a really good. By the way, like they do some stuff towards the end where Treat Williams and Famke Johnson are back in that ballroom area where the invisible tentacles are just taking giant pieces of the set and whipping them around the room. It is pretty impressive from a giant set design of now we're just going to take this, the pieces of the set and whip them around at the, the stars of the movie. Um, all that stuff is practical and that stuff is impressive. It's just the exteriors of the boat that look ridiculous. Is is it practical though? Because like I seem to remember like most of the shots when it became like in game action of this movie. What? <laughs> Not the in Marvel's in game. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying when it was coming together, like it, you know, it seemed like it was a whole lot of blue screen. Like there was a lot of blue screen lighting. Like, oh, there for, definitely was. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, like there was some. The, the jet yeah, ski there was, stuff was, you know, like yes. all. But I'm saying, like, it, it felt like a majority of them running from Tentacle Monster was just them in a green screen, air, uh, you know. Yes, thing. I just mean that that part where they were just whipping the set around before you sure. actually saw the thing came out, yeah. come out. Um, I'm saying, did they even whip the set around, or was that again just? I oh yeah, know. no, the the set that was actually be. it had to be because like this yeah, based on the CG of the other stuff, that that wouldn't suddenly be good. Yeah, yeah. no, this they had already fucked up that set so much when they when mm-hmm. they wrecked the boat, they were just like, man, just keep going, just fuck the rest of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that stuff is impressive. It's it's just like like there are no practical shots of this monster ever, mm-hmm. and and it's also of that CG era where when you can look at a shot and go, uh oh special effect incoming because this the shot is suddenly completely desaturated it's just like uh, they had to lay over 20 layers of cg on top of this so something's gonna pop up behind that guy oh there it is <laughs> i also feel like maybe and maybe this was just I, it could have been the rip or something not the rip i mean this is a kino lorber rip. blu-ray but uh, <laughs> i'm just mean like how they did it but i i like three or four times and it could have been cg fuckery related i kept yeah. thinking that i had motion smoothing on <laughs> like several times i was watching this and i was like and I, and I don't know if it was like you know they they composited it on video so those like were at like 30 frames like first mm. small doses or something like that and so it Maybe, just was enough yeah. to make my eye go ah, is that like, <laughs> yeah motion smoothing like you know like i don't know i just there were a couple times where i questioned like if i had motion motion smoothing on that is the latest <laughs> problem of our era is watching things and going, is motion smoothing on? This? Yeah. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll eventually get to a point where they just actually shoot things at whatever the, the frame rate that they are trying to achieve fake on right. the TVs. And I won't necessarily have a problem with it. I do think it looks kind of dumb. Like the Hobbit proved that for me. <laughs> it, makes, yeah. it makes fake shit look more fake. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I guess I would need to get around to uh, giving a big old uh, asterisk rating to this because, like, all right, there's <laughs> there's something weird about this movie. Like, I'm going to rate it 
and and it doesn't make a lot of sense but okay. it's it's more pure potential because I think this movie's kind of a hot mess in a lot of regards mm-hmm. but I'm gonna give it four jocks <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> because there's a lot of potential like I I love everything about from the moment it goes crazy at the end like I okay. love the second they get on the ski doo I love all of that I love that like cock it you know it's just like i know that like he's blowing eardrums out shooting it forwards and backwards and all that but you give me cool shit like that in a movie and while my brain is completely turned off and i'm like yes Mm -hmm. uh uh-huh that's you can't take your hand off the ski doo you're in a hallway and on a boat going as fast as the ski doo can go which i believe is 23 miles an hour (laughs) yes i believe that is federally mandated (laughs) yeah Believe that is where yeah. the where the uh, <laughs> the the original saying came from was yes it, bunch, yes they yes. can only go twenty three miles per hour and therefore it's a twenty three sea doo the, the, the fancy gentlemen they were riding their penny farthings down to the beach and then they hopped on their sea doos <laughs> like, how fast shall we go by George and I believe the answer was well the max we can go is twenty three miles per hour <laughs> oh twenty three sea doo yes. <laughs> And a legend was born. <laughs> ah, we're just here to educate you. you, yes. you these are things you didn't know. Hey, look, not everyone knows where this stuff comes from. That's that's why yeah. we're here. Um, join back. Join us next week when we explain how uh, Morgan Freeman and Gary Busey came up with the whole nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> I so, man, I feel watching this movie is like watching lockout okay it's i'm i'm looking at it and i'm like okay this is my brand of stupid i i recognize that but also i also recognize that i'm not enjoying it like just i I liked lockout a lot i i have gone back to watch lockout recently and been like i should love this why don't i love this and i don't but i recognize it as like from a trailer standpoint yes give me that movie i want that but the movie itself is not what i want but Mm. on paper it's what i want and i think i think deep rising is the same thing i just i i just feel like it's it's like i said it's a big asterisk at the end of that for because like this is a bad movie and there is a lot of it that i did not enjoy but like watching people get yoinked off screen was highly (laughs) enjoyable and yes as personality less as they were, I don't know why I really enjoy watching the the predator helicopter scene, the aliens, you know, we just woke up from hypersleep, like, you know, the badass dudes just cavorting and whatnot. Yeah, and then like right. you're like, you're all gonna die. And this is kinda <laughs> yeah. awesome. Like you're like, Oh the alphas is all the alphas and it's like, yeah, you're the only way your alphas, you're the first one to die. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, this is why you probably want to be an omega, not an alpha. Want to yeah. be the last one alive. I, I, I just I feel like the beats in this movie are correct. It's just the details aren't. Mm-hmm. They just they don't get there for me. I'm still gonna give it a jocks. I still think it is. Yeah, if you like big dumb movies, this is definitely a big dumb movie. I just I wish it spoke to me more than it does. Um, uh, the first act spoke to me big time. Like I was so on board with whatever was about to happen. Cause like I said, I, I was also thought I had it figured out and I was like, man, how have I never like, how have I never watched this? Because like, I really like the setup stuff in the mummy. I think the mummy starts to fall apart at a certain point. And it's just like, I don't know. CG adventure, boop, a CG adventure, boop, a And it's like, okay, I don't what, but like uh-huh. the, the, the getting there, like getting to Egypt and like the camaraderie stuff. Like, I think this dude's really good at that. Like the, yeah. the, like I would call that like the Shane blackness of like, you know, like it's not just about like what's happening. It's about like getting to know these people and giving them just enough personality so that you're like, Oh no, it's, you know, yeah. Serial wants to have sex guy wants. I don't mean he wants to have sex with serial. It's like, it's like he just got killed. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like he wants to have sex like all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's it is such a it's an out of time movie mm-hmm. like like if this had been made five years later maybe ten years later um 
it feels like it would have been part of that like like you that that Fast and Furious universe of this is the dumbest but also the best. Um can I, I, I just, take, can I take a real weird aside because we've taken plenty already. So the name of the boat suggests it was like the Argonautica or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's literally like it's something where it's like they crammed Argonaut in there because it's like, right. clearly it was like, I want, you know, this is going to be my Jason the Argonauts, like this monster, they're going to be fighting this monster and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And and it's funny because like a similar style hubris, I, um, I think I mentioned that I, I don't watch a ton of like subscribe to YouTube channels and stuff like that, but I do enjoy this one called toy galaxy and they do reviews on toys and stuff, but then they'll do just like deep dives on like the history of whatever forgotten toy line cartoon thing that like had 13 episodes and everybody forgot about. And they were Mm -hmm. just talking about like mid nineties, right around this time period, there was a dude that was just like, had the same kind of thing where it was like, and it's funny enough, Jason and the, and the Argonauts, it was like they, this was a dude that created like, a, there was a show called like the Skeleton Warriors or something like that, mid 90s yeah. show. And they yeah. were just like, all at once, they were like, fucking TV, toys, bed sheets, everything. Like, and then like, and like fucking nobody bit. Like, they, they went all in on this like thing because they were like, the artwork looked cool and everything, but like, they made these like badass evil skeleton dudes. And then the good guys were just all fucking boring ass dudes. And like, nobody cared about like all they could sell was the skeleton toys. Cause kids were like, those are cool. And fuck these other things. So like nobody gave a shit about the storyline. So it all just evaporated. So, uh huh. But I'm saying like that same guy making his dumb little like cartoon bullshit, like, you know, thing to sell kids was, he was like, this is going to be my Jason and the Argonauts. Like, these people are going to fight skeletons, and it's going to be that primal, like, man, I was terrified when I was fighting skeletons, you know, back in the day and stuff. Like, it, it was just like, and I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, dude, like, right. you know, right. like, like, you just made, like, a dumb kids cartoon where, you know, at the end, I'm sure, you know, there had to be, like, three minutes of educational content in there because <laughs> it's that time period, and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> just even tying back into that it this movie feels like it was one step away from the regurgitated skeletons of the people coming to life and Mm -hmm. then they also have to battle those things sure yeah it it just feels like it's one step off from that like if they remade this that would that would be the thing and then what about this and then (laughs) that would be a thing it was somebody comes in and is like yeah you know there's those things like the 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 (laughs) flies that can land on something and like zombie flies and you know like (laughs) take control of this other thing. And it's, that's basically what's happening with the, when they were getting <laughs> digested. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cause like I said, I just, I just wrote a script for you. It's just like, yeah, you know, I've heard of this thing. Yeah. It's, uh-huh, know, yeah. it's possible, right? <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Like I said, it's a big asterisk. Cause like I said, there's a lot of this movie that kind of pisses me off and I don't understand. But like when it gets in the, like, I love the setup mode. And when it gets into stupid action mode, I kind of love it. Like there is a really dumb, rancor sequence with treat williams like there was a time where treat williams yeah. is fucking dead he is yeah. dead to rights he is like in the room with the giant yep. thing tentacle has him it's like got him up to the mouth and it's just holding him there like ah like i don't know uh-huh. i yep. can't wait to have this treat <laughs> <laughs> yeah it and, wanted to savor it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then he's just like i don't know bad one-liner and shoot it in the eye with a shotgun and it's just like the fuck sea monster like you just did that to yourself (laughs) yeah because the sea monster very specifically turns and opens its eye as Mm -hmm. wide as it possibly can like huh Uh -huh. it's like oh all right blam (laughs) ow (laughs) hey (laughs) Uh, this movie's a mess it's a goddamn mess it's great Sure. Oh, I just realized like, I, I didn't even make this. Jo- I didn't mean to make this joke earlier, but I was joking about when they went through the flaming thing on the ski do. I was like that they have hair, obviously, and it's Treat mm-hmm. Williams. He was in hair. <laughs> it's they do. That, they have hair. It's I just right put there. that together, like you know, <laughs> show it, grow it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's episode two hundred, everybody. <laughs> yep. I hope you liked our thoughtful analysis. <laughs> That's Deep Rising, everybody. Like you won't find a better, more comprehensive review of Deep Rising anywhere. You won't. You won't at all. Uh, no one has ever given this kind of detailed analysis to Deep Rising uh, before now. 
Uh, yeah. So anyway, thanks uh, for giving us the opportunity to do 200 of these episodes. Um, and they're getting increasingly more <laughs> erratic as we go. Yay! Uh, yeah. erratic as far as like when we put them out or how we do them? <laughs> how we do them. Oh. Uh, just stay it on topic. <laughs> Would you like me? To, no, no. This is the most fun when we go off topic. To write I'm in and tell, tell, tell Chuck I, that like we we have been too unbook when we do Bamcast Prime. I feel I was not. I was okay. not saying it in a negative way. All I was right. just saying, man. I was <laughs> like, sometimes do you, do you... we we get. <laughs> This is weekend stream me, of man. consciousness. I know. I, 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 know. I, you know, I'm just hanging out, man. I got words to say about deep rising and some of them we, good. So we, we said them. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you're listening to this in the future, when we've done another hundred episodes, uh, you should, you should, you should get these when they're relevant and when they're timely and when they're most important. And that's now, uh, but not your now. It's it's our now. So be a part of our now <laughs> and go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. When? Right now. Okay. And give us a dollar. And then you get so many podcasts. <laughs> Too many podcasts, some would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're probably um, actually at a certain point be like, I'm gonna unsubscribe because they just keep putting out podcasts. Uh <laughs> Guilty as charged. Yes, yeah. we we put out podcasts. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Thank you guys for for two hundred great episodes. Uh, we'll be back next time with a new beginning of two hundred and one episodes. Season three begins. Yeah, sure. <laughs> two hundred and one to do. <laughs> uh. That's it. I got nothing else to say. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. This is Bamcast Extra Out. <laughs> <laughs>